Happy Thirsty Thursday, guys, and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Anthony Totry, joined on this Thursday by Sean DePaz, Shane Diefenbach. Yeah, I am. Gents, we got Thursday Night Football kicking off here in just a couple hours. Yeah, we do. Yeah, another stinker over primetime game. Yeah, not excited to... Can we get the Broncos off primetime? Yeah, I don't you know. You understand what... why they're there, though. Yes. They were supposed to be good. So were the Colts, to be honest. But Yeah, which one's a bigger failure at this point? Or when, maybe not failure, but disappointment. When know? you trade for Russell Wilson, yeah. being bad but is a disappointment. I'm sorry, but I expected this. From Danger Russ? I mean, I didn't just, expect them to be good. We had this conversation when it happened. We were all yeah, together. Yeah, uh, just knew this. I mean, just saw it. Like, I've seen this guy for years, and... Last three years, his offenses are not good. So, is it safe to say the Seahawks won the trade, okay. or is it too early? It's way too early. <laughs> I mean, I, my favorite thing is Broncos fans. As soon as the trade was done, and at this point in the season, comparing it to like, oh, you know who else's numbers were shitty when they first got here? Peyton Manning. <laughs> well, guys, Russell Wilson and Peyton Manning aren't the same by any means. Peyton Manning's a top five quarterback ever. Russ is not. That's that's my. Yeah, that's that's a discussion for another day. Yeah, you're I think, right. Oh, yeah, that's what I should have said. What? I think Peyton Manning's overrated. Oh, oh. I think he's I think he's unbelievable. I think he's top ten. I will say he's top ten. He just threw too many ducks for my liking. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't, I, I'll listen to a conversation. That he's not top five, but I don't know how many people are actually rating him in the top five if they like actually watch football. some people think he's one of the greatest ever. I mean, he is one of the greatest. Like, ever. Top I mean, three he is one ever. I don't know. He's, well, he's not top three. That's ridiculous. There's. I mean, I would have taken Jim Kelly over him. I would have taken any of the guys in that era over him, really. Okay. Montana, LA, all of them. Let's talk about this era, though, specifically college football, because there is a college football game happening in Tempe in just a couple of days. We'll have a day game between the Washington Huskies yes, and the Arizona State Sun Devils. Um, this is another top 25 matchup for ASU. Just taking a look at some of the team stats before we break down the players themselves. The Huskies averaging a whopping 41.6 points per game. Turn it up. Um, this next number specifically hurts my eyes, just knowing how bad ASU is on third down defense. Um, the Huskies are completing 52% of their third downs, which, dear God, that is going to be a problem for ASU because it has been all season long. Hey, well, I mean, if ASU can... 52. If ASU can keep them to converting 52% of their third down, that's a market improvement for <laughs> yeah, ASU's that would third be down right. defense. That would be the best all if year. If they can leave it as a coin flip. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, another one. They're completing 76.9% of their fourth downs. Um, I believe they've gone for it 12 times. Uh, so take that for what you will. They're also That'll averaging. Demoralizing. What? If ASU stops them on third down, only them <laughs> off the field on fourth down. Yeah. And then they're also averaging 506 yards per game of total offense. Um, out of those stats, which one is the most frightening? Harris third down. Fans? Literally nothing as a fan, for sure. But as a defensive player, there is nothing more frustrating than giving up a third down, especially a long third down. There is nothing more frustrating. It's demoralizing. You are tired because you're on the field more. And overall, just team-wise, it will deflate you. Long third down conversions, which is what ASU has been known to do this year, will kill team morale. That is the yeah. biggest thing that they need to fix, and they need to somehow be stalwarts on third down. Yeah, if you yeah if you can't force turnover on downs, I love uh, that word. Or, well, by the way. Punts or turnover on downs, like that's gonna be tough. 
I mean, just for the sake of giving a different answer, the 41.6 points per game definitely concerns me because we have not seen ASU be able to produce that kind of offensive firepower outside of the NAU game. So if they're scoring 41 points, ASU's losing that game. Um, so you think that's a sure thing? I think if, if I think if ASU is giving up 41 points, they've probably lost that game. I feel pretty confident. In yeah. That. Yeah. So um, if that happens and it's probably not good for ASU, um, so that number, that and the yards per game, 506 yards per game, if they're letting that offense cook, they're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be more of like, obviously Washington lost to UCLA last week, which we thought UCLA were frauds. I feel like you still believe that they're yeah, a fraudulent team. I, that was a trap game. I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> um, but at this point, would you have like, given the way it's kind of set up, would you rather have had? Washington win last week and then come into the ASU yes, game? Yes, 100%. As I opposed saw, to like I said this. I said this on Saturday night. I said, oh, fuck. Washington's going to be pit- – or, yes, Saturday morning because they lost on Friday night, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah Getting I, a good team off a loss is yeah, not good. Yeah. <laughs> I, as soon as they lost, I was like, fuck, this is not good. Yeah. Uh-oh. Big trouble. But we still feel like this is the a winnable game for yeah. ASU, right? What, what in your guys' eyes makes this a winnable game? Ooh, because I... just if you're looking – you don't necessarily think it's a winnable game. It's uh, Well, what makes it a winnable game, to answer your question, is Michael Penix Jr. If he's not good, then it's a winnable game. But if if I don't think there's anything that ASU is going to do to stop them. I think Washington has to beat themselves to a certain extent. And then ASU also has to play well. Um, this is still a very good team. Michael Penix is still a very good quarterback. He has the ability to beat this team single-handedly if he's playing as Michael Penix weeks one through four, not week five Michael Penix. Yeah, he leads the nation in passing yards, and he is also in the top ten in terms of passing touchdowns from your eyes, Shane, what makes this a winnable game? Uh, turnovers. He, he turned the ball over twice. Last yeah, week. exactly. So you got to force, force the hand. Right? I think that's the only way you can, you can beat Michael Penix in this, in this offense. Yeah. Cause that's what I was saying. You got, you can't let them get 500 yards yeah. and score 41 points. Yeah. If that happens, you're losing. Yeah. And that happens because Michael Penix. But you also have to capitalize on yeah. turnovers. Yeah. And I think that comes with bleeding clock and running the ball and playing gross offense. As much as I hate it. I think, I think disgusting vomit in your hands oh, offense mm. but that's ew. oh man <laughs> that is such a graphic image uh but going back to to last week i feel like that's what we thought needed to be the case there as well right we thought that if asu was going to have a chance against usc and caleb williams they needed to own the time of possession and they needed to run the clock a little bit which we didn't necessarily see in the first half they played their best first half of football all season with emory jones going toe-to-toe with caleb williams this week are you you're sticking by they have to like own the time of possession we have to see Xavier Valaday touch the rock 20 times or do we trust Emery at this point to go toe to toe with Michael Penix It's a flow thing and it's uh it, it's it's not trying to do too much in one way because we saw Emery finally keep the ball last week and it didn't turn out very well we saw it against Utah it didn't turn out very well it's going to turn out well soon you just need to establish that run game cuz what they did against Oklahoma State Xavier Valaday broke that huge run He's playing great, and they just wanted to go back to it. You're in a good position if that happens because then the the boxes get heavier. It opens up the passing game. Emery keeps the ball, which he did once, I believe, in that Oklahoma State game. Yeah. And then things really open up, and you can start running spread. You can start motioning out. You can start running two-back sets, which I feel like they might do this week. They need to do more. Which would be so fun. As long as – if you can establish the run game early and successfully – and then you start passing, fantastic. Uh, that that's the dream, but that's yeah. not how football yeah. works. You know, you have to adapt. So it, it, one is establish the run, do it well, and two is being adaptable. 
Yeah. yeah. Washington, definitely, like you mentioned, they've got a just a ridiculous spread of talent. Um, and look, Four Peaks also has a ridiculous spread of food items. Uh-huh. Okay. They've got their chicken tendies, which are by far dog. the... I mean, yeah, 100% dog. The pumpkin porter cheesecake. Dog. That's a fucking wolf. <laughs> that's a wolf. That's that is a, not a, a dog. That is a wild, wolf. undomesticated dog. That's <laughs> that is a rabid wolf. <laughs> it's a oh, hyena. My gosh, look, guys, if you're looking for a place to... Are hyenas scarier than wolves? Yes. yes. You ever watch Lion King? No. You never well, no, I don't no, know I, by that by that no, standard. But I don't think wolves are way bigger. Yeah, yeah but, but a pack but of it's um, it's more like uh, would you like it's the craziness. You ever seen the timber wolf? But 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 hyenas seem like they're crazy, and it's like it's like oh, would, it's you like, rather, would you rather like, would you rather would you rather fight? You're like the Joker. Would, of, would you rather? It's like would you rather fight? Let's see, uh, who's a ripped point guard in the NBA? Patrick Beverly. No, but that's the other. Oh. one. Because he's crazy. Russ. Yeah, but he's also yeah, would you rather fight Russell Westbrook or Patrick? Oh, Russell Westbrook kind of crazy too. No, it's like, <laughs> would you rather fight a football player or, or a, a psychopath? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would rather fight the person that has something to lose. Yeah. So the so, football player. Or or would or just combine them both and fight Marcus Peters. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Weren't we doing a PH or a four piece header? We were, and then we apparently <laughs> turned we into the dogs, Discovery dogs. Channel. Um, look, if you're looking for a place Animal to Planet, watch though. the game and you're not going to be Discovery at Sunnival Stadium, go to Four Peaks. They've got a phenomenal selection of no foods, drinks. Yeah, no wild animals <laughs> that I'm familiar of, but you never know. Uh, Is there something after? And look, stay tuned for more events and stuff that we're going to have partnered with four peaks they've got some great stuff remember if you are going to go and drink alcohol you do got to be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly remember we saw a coyote on asu's camp at mm-hmm. campus and we tried to interview him he was not he ran away no. in the middle of the day in the middle of the day probably probably you know there's a lot of deers near my house in deer. north scottsdale deer yeah deer excuse me thanks for correcting me what did he say deers, deers. yeah uh, deer is tragic um thanks really for, i didn't know they had deer out here thanks for giving me in check yeah you're you right. didn't know they had deer out here no, well, because like no, where well, I'm not from, in the desert, not like that. Like I was surprised when I saw one. I was like, brother, what is that? They like, were, like, <laughs> is that where I'm from? It's they a deer, got brother, deer, bro. Yeah. Like they got them white tails like, all over the place. Not like, just it's deer, a problem. But deer. Like there's too many of them. They need you to kill some because there's too many of them. <laughs> I think mountain lions be feasting. Dude, that. mountain lions are such a crazy animal I've that seen, we don't talk enough about. Yeah, well, we just gotta, I talk about them all the time because I'm terrified. Of them. Yeah, there's only been three deaths of mountain lions in the U.S. I know this because I looked it up. And I'm I my back turns every single time I want to hike near my house. I'm terrified. Yeah. What is you, do you call them cougars or mountain lions? Are they're, they different? They're they're the same. Uh, mountain lions. I call them mountain lions here because they literally live in the mountain. Um, it's scarier though. To but call I them think mountain when they're lion, in right? woods, they're cougars. That's what I think. Cougars. 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 Um, Go cougars. Yeah, I, I feel like saw, you say cougars. Cougar. I once saw a bobcat. Not as scary, but no, still, not as scary. Still kind of scary. They're really big. I once saw a bobcat outside of my house on my way to high school. It was getting in my car. And it was about the size of a dog, small dog, like mm. a probably like a half a Rottweiler size, not as half thick. Rottweiler. Remember when there was an NBA franchise called the Bobcats? Yeah, that's why. Um, shout out Adam Morrison. Shout out Charlotte. Um, and I, I, I saw it, and I, I was so tired. I like went Michael to go pet it because I thought it was a straight you cat. You were gonna Michael pet Carter a Bobcat, Williams. and then it hissed at me. What? Yeah, I said shout out Michael, Car- Michael uh, Carter Williams. It hissed at you. Ooh, MCW dude. Yeah, Syracuse. Okay. Uh, shout out rookie of the year. Isn't that crazy? Shout out what's his name? I don't, I don't know, know who you're uh, thinking about. <laughs> Tyrus Thomas. Sure, that sounds Tyrus Jones. No, that's Tyus Jones. Tyrus Thomas. Oh, shout out Hedu Turgaloo. Never played for Charlotte, but oh. love yeah. saying Honestly, that. Dude's name. Only, are, you, the, are you talking about a Syracuse grad, Tyrus? No, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh I was like, I was like, the only Bobcat that matters is Adam Morrison. 
I like okay. MCW. Well, we're not talking MCW about MCW didn't get drafted. Let's let's transition back no, to the Huskies, Sixers, right? Yeah, back to the Huskies. Plus the, the Bobcats. I thought he was. No. no more Bobcats. More Huskies. I don't think the Bobcats were around. We'll see. <laughs> let's you go on. Okay. I'm trying, man. I'm fucking trying. Right, let's talk about the Huskies. Uh, let's talk about Michael Penix Jr. for a little bit. Yeah, I know, but we got to. So 1,733 passing yards, 65% completion percentage, six tutties, 16 tutties to three INTs and a quarterback rating of 166. I brought it up earlier. He leads the nation in passing yards. Um, it's never good when a quarterback that you're about to face has a quarterback rating of criminal speeding. Yeah. Oh, God. Didn't even think of it like that. On a um, 100-mile-an-hour highway. So how do you stop this guy? On the Autobahn. He'd be speeding on the Autobahn. No, he wouldn't. I think it's 200. Michael Penix. Autobahn speedway. There is no speed limit on the Autobahn. Oh, really? That's the point of the Autobahn, yeah. I thought it was just super fast. No, I just don't think there is one. Oh. Well, yeah. he's still speeding on the Autobahn. Speeding on the Autobahn. Great yeah, band name. That's tremendous band That is one of the best. That is, yeah. Speeding on that, the that, Autobahn. That, that, that challenge is murder on the white rail. Yeah. It doesn't take it, but it challenges challenge murder on the white rail. Um, what do you do to stop a guy like this? I mean, you got to force him to make mistakes. Pressure, 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 pressure. Bring six. Six. Yeah, I mean, I don't trust. Me. Do we trust that secondary? Though? I don't think it matters. The secondary gets torched when you play soft zones like this defense has been. Yeah, run, run, fucking engage eight the entire game. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What, Send them all. I like mix it up. Run stunts. Bring corner pressure. BJ Green, you got to be a dog. Oh no. Well. Yeah, he, he needs to be good. <laughs> BJ Green. And everybody else. <laughs> PJ <laughs> Green versus, Moore. versus the world. Nesta. Yeah. Nesta ain't be rushing like that, though. He doesn't really win. We now. need to see it, though, man. Like, I need to see. I would love to see a Nesta sack and then one of the big men celebrations, like the stomach roll. Yes, that was one of the greatest celebrations ever. Um, Sean, if you were Donnie Henderson and you showed up to work. Eating watermelon with salt. Yeah. Okay, yep. And Sean Aguano came into your office and he, for the fourth straight week or third straight week, Slap down a little packet of the opposing quarterback. Okay. And this time it's Michael Penix Jr. It's not Caleb Williams. It's not Cameron Rising. It's not Spencer Sanders. It's Michael Penix Jr. He says, Donnie, how the fuck we stop this guy? Your response would be. I mean, I guess I agree. Bring pressure. He's not really a mobile quarterback. He doesn't have any rush yards on the season. I think he has like seven or something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, bring pressure. He's 27 rush yards on the season. Um, so he's not a very mobile quarterback. Um, yeah. He can't move, though. Yeah, but I mean, you got to force but, it. Yeah, he's not a rush. You got to make him uncomfortable. Williams. You got to make him uncomfortable make him and force uncomfy. him into making mistakes. Um, because that's the only way they've lost a game this year is by Michael Penix Jr. making mistakes. Um, if you can, if your defense can make plays your offense, your offense though, can has just to capitalize do their job yeah but like the offense after last week i wasn't super concerned about yeah. like uh they just the second half weren't really putting in a position to succeed but the first half they showed that they're capable of doing something how about um i don't know blitz a linebacker that'd be fun merlin robertson coming out game what happens first nesta sack or merlin sack merlin, merlin sack, sack. Think? it's coming it's um coming. Mm, no i'm gonna go nesta sack because he's just always on the line merlin's not always but, the quarterback Merlin gets an opportunity. I think he's getting the sack. Fair. You, you don't a, even care. Like now. how often gets an opportunity? Sack. Yeah. One, one, one rush, one sack. Merlin dog. dog. Um, so the reason Michael Penix Jr. are part of the reason why dog. he's got 1,700 passing yards on the season is because he's, he's a good quarterback with that. And he's got two wide receivers who can catch the ball mm. pretty well. Yeah. We got Jalen McMillan and we got Rome Odunzi. I think that's how you say his last name. Odunzi. Yeah. So, 
McMillan has 27 catches on the year for 428, 15 yards a catch, four tutties. Rome, on the other hand, 26 catches, 409 yards, 15 yards per catch, four touchdowns. They've got arguably, I would say this is a better duo of wide receivers than USC. I know Jordan Addison is what he is. I don't necessarily think Brendan Rice is to the level of these two guys. Um, this is going to be the scariest part. Like Michael Penix Jr. is his, his own problem in and of itself. But these two, specifically for the secondary that's been hit or miss, it feels like this mm. season, is going to be a problem. You know how you stop them? You don't let Penix get comfortable. Yeah, but this is an AAC defense that hasn't shown that they're well, capable. They in They in Gata. They in Gata. Okay, that's fair. Um, if there's a corner that needs to have a big day, who is it? Is it Roe? Is it? I would like, like Roe to have a good day. Well, yeah, I think if there's a corner that needs to have a good day, it's Jordan Clark playing nickel. Okay, I think that would be big. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd like to see another Isaiah Johnson start to get aggressive. Yeah, another, another Isaiah Johnson game yeah. would go big. Um, I mean, I feel like we've seen like I feel like as far as cornerback concerned, like. Not that he's done anything crazy, but like Clark is the only one that's made a few plays where it's kind of been like, oh shit, like like that hit against Utah, for example. Um, Corey Bethley too. Yeah, yeah. The secondary. Yeah. Um, if we're expanding it to the whole second. Yeah, but like Roe is the guy that we were talking about earlier in the week that I wanted, like we've wanted to see be kind of dominant, and he hasn't been that. So yeah. if he could do that, use his size, maybe force a turnover, that'd be pretty nice. Yeah, that'd be. I want to see what. Here's here's my litmus test on winning the game. If ASU has one or more peanut punches that are successful, wow, that'd be nice. I want to see Roe get an interception and then stiff arm Michael Penix Jr. on the way to a pick mm. six. Like just full Josh Allen face to the dirt. I want to see a big man touchdown. Dude, Nesta, Nesta, tip pass, catch, touchdown, go stupid. Yeah, that would go crazy. Also, um, moving off of the wide receivers for a second, is there a least intimidating name for a running back than Wayne? Yeah. What? Gerald. Gerald would be tough. Glenn, it's less intimidating than Wayne. Yes, Wayne's kind of dope. Yeah, because is really? there? Uh, yeah. Wayne sounds like plain. Are we? Is there not a running a wide receiver that we're forgetting named Wayne from the Indianapolis Colts? Well, that's I mean, that last name. Last I know, Reggie but Wayne. still, I hear Wayne. I yeah, associate Wayne Ellington, also a very mid basketball player. Wayne. Kind of scary. Okay. Yeah, Bruce Wayne, but again, that's like a last name, so yeah, it doesn't really. Wayne, Adam Wainwright. Yeah, okay. Wayne the Rock Johnson. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> AC doesn't brother. play any of those guys this week uh, unless The Rock shows up in a Huskies jersey. Window pane? Um, no. We're talking about Wayne Talapapa. Guy's got 58 carries on the season, 355 Bain? yards, 6.1 yards per carry, three tutties. Um, this is, I think, the scariest part of the UW offense is we know how dominant they are through the air. Um, and I think given the quarterbacks that ASU's faced over the last couple of weeks. I think you're just scared. I am just scared. I think it's October because you also said the wide receivers were the scary. They're scary, man. Everybody's scary. Everybody's scary. <laughs> well, I just don't trust this ASU defense. Yeah, I know you don't. Um, especially, I mean, we're talking about a running back here that's averaging 6.1 yards a carry. And ASU, well, how many attempts? 58. ASU hasn't proven that they're capable of stopping dominant running backs. Or even I want just not even dom- yeah just running backs yeah yeah um, or just players who want to Remember run insurance <laughs> yeah. athletes <laughs> just they haven't been able to stop anything just fellas they're not good at stopping them. salesman what about the insurance salesman 
Oh, Eastern back. Michigan. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, looking at the defensive side of the ball no, for you, your, though. Do not giving yourself the mascot. The emus is such a missed opportunity. Yeah. The Eastern Michigan the emus. emus. Yeah. yeah, that would go hard. Um, so there's emus. two guys on the defensive side of the ball that ASU's offense is going to need to be wary of. Defensive lineman Braylon Trice leads the team with four and a half sacks that on the season. Hard. Braylon Trice. Yeah. Yeah. Not once, not twice, but Trice. Yeah. Okay. This this name goes harder though. Safety Asa Turner got two picks on the year that's a huge that's a huge db name yeah asa asa turn yeah. yeah almost appa asa appa asa yip yip asa yip yip uh so yeah those are the guys i might name my kid appa appa please don't appa name turner. your kid after a appa turner a mythical a baseball player appa goes oppo. what is appa is he but, like a, well, he's a sky buffalo yeah. an air buffalo. Oh, so he's a buffalo i think so there's a he's definitely there's got a creature i'll research i was gonna say don't name your child after a mythical buffalo i mean that would seem really on brand for me yeah Appa de Paz? Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Appa de Paz. Yeah. Yeah. Low key. ADP? That would be his initials. <laughs> <laughs> Average draft position, baby. Wow. What's ADP's, what is, what's ADP's ADP? First overall, <sighs> duck, starting receiver for the Buffalo Bills. Appa de Paz? Dog. Appa de Paz going long. Oh my gosh. That goes hard. Appa de Paz is a two short athlete. Appa okay. goes Oppo. Appa goes Oppo. Okay. Well, and Gata goes crazy too. Um, just, just saying. Um, the reason we're talking about Daniel and Gata is because our friends at Burrito Express are going to be selling $4 burritos anytime Daniel and Gata scores a touchdown. It's bound to happen. Up as a Sky Bison. Sky Bison. Bison. Bison? You say Bison or Bison? Bison. It's a Bison. It's, a, it's again, I didn't want to bring this up, but you, you, it's a Buffalo thing. That's how we say Bison up there. You say bison or bison? I'm a normal. The bison. Like a normal human being? Okay. Well, you can have that. Um, back to Burrito Express. Guys, regardless of Engata finding the end zone on those $4 burritos, go out there anyways because the burritos are goaded. May I say supreme? They are. The breakfast supreme? Dog. Dog. Absolute dog. The chorizo? The potatoes? Dogs. dogs. All Bacon, of it. Dog. All of it. Go get your Burrito (laughs) Express burritos, guys. Don't know how many times we got to tell you this. Um, Chorizo pig? Go get your your Burrito Express burrito before the game. Get your burrito before the game. That's how you you do a game day. Honestly, I'm not condoning it, but a burrito doesn't go off in a metal detector. (laughs) So what are we talking about here, man? Just saying. Does aluminum... Does the British say go off in a metal detector? I don't know. Wait, but they don't put them in aluminum. Is aluminum yeah, metal? Paper. Yes. Totally. Then it would go you off in a metal detector. No, no it wouldn't. Not it's all metals. Totally. You failed chemistry for sure. I tell you, I'm on a sports podcast. You think I know like, we're talking about <laughs> chemistry here? Like, come on now. Told you it's like the periodic table. Come on. <laughs> like, brother. Get that off the screen. Got a degree in sports journalism, not the periodic table. Just saying. Um, so, obviously, UW is the better team this season. They've got some struggles, though, in Tempe. And they've got some struggles against the Sun Devils over the course of the last two decades. So ASU has won the last seven games in Tempe between these two teams. Last UW win came in 2001. Um, And in the last 14 matchups between ASU and UW since 2001, the Sun Devils are 12-2 and against Washington. I know we've talked about it in the past that, you know, history or teams struggling in Tempe may not matter. This is the largest discrepancy, though, from my knowledge, of a Pac-12 team against ASU. 
like UW just has a tough time beating a, which is pretty wild because there was a stretch where UW was a really was, good was team. them. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, they're like the football them, playoff. Yeah. <laughs> well, they lost to them. I remember it was, Oh man, I was either a soft. It was it 2016 or 2017. I think it was 2017 where UW was a top 10 team in the country. And it was a pac 12 after dark game. ASU won and they stormed the field. Like, ASU can beat this UW team because they've shown that they can beat quote unquote great UW teams for the last two decades. Yeah. I mean, again, don't think it means much, but it's definitely cool. Like, <laughs> I mean, Sean's I, like, I don't really give a shit. I mean, but- it's bulletin, bear, bu- the bulletin board material to a certain extent where you could be like, listen, like, we have a history of beating this team. Let's not be the team. That is it bulletin it. board material for ASU or for Well, Washington? I mean, for, not, I don't know if bulletin board material is necessarily the right term, but it could be a kind of thing like, listen, like we have a history of, of playing hard and beating this team. Don't be the school that doesn't do that. Or don't be the, the team the year that doesn't do that. Um, so it might, that might be worth something, but it's not, doesn't mean a whole lot. Last year, UW wasn't great by any means, but it was at Washington. And I remember covering that game watching it and just being like this could get bad um and asu was carried and this was kind of a get right game like they lost to utah and then lost to washington state and they beat usc at home but usc was just kind of like whatever last year um but then they had to go back to the pnw for a road trip against them and then oregon state they lost to oregon state but this felt like a game where they were really good you know how many passing yards Jaden daniels had in that game they won 35 to 30 374 no i'm gonna say 160 90 oh my gosh <laughs> you know how many rashad white had rushing 200 184 two touchdowns 53 receiving how many have receiving like 32 54? carries 53 yards receiving. this is huh. this this nice. is the weekend gotta finds the end zone and gotta kickoff return that's another thing like we joke about it but if they can get a big play on special teams like that can go a long you know way to demoralize the ran the ball ran the ball against washington 7 23 12 wow i feel like more he runs the ball so much at lsu I know. but he did it successfully 12 for 53 emory jones can do that same D coordinator. Give me three rushing touchdowns. One from memory, one from Agata, one from Valaday. One from Shane. You want to run into touchdowns? Let's, let's get that crazy. Have him waiting there. Why not? George Hart. George Hart. And around from. Too. I want to see a guano. Put a guano in at tailback. Let him run one in. That go Jackson, crazy he's going to come back. Mm. Oh, yeah. Just one. for just one carry. One, yeah. Not even for the game. Just for a carry. Yeah. Get him in on the one yard line, sure. and then he's done. One more. Saul, Saul gave me a dirty look because he still has. Bad memories of Jackson. He scoring his only career touchdown on U of A. Jackson, he the running back from China at ASU had. That whole game, I deleted. <laughs> <laughs> he said that whole game he deleted out of his head. Oh, look, if you guys are still trying to find a way to get to this ASU UW game, um, it is a day game. ASU doesn't have day games often. Okay, it's gonna be nice, man. It's gonna be super nice. I'm tired of hearing people complain. ASU, they kick off so late. I can't watch the game, or I can't go to the game. Well, now you can. Excuses are the nails well, in the house of failure. There you go. Go download the Game Time app, and you're building a mansion. Okay, love that. Dog. Love, love the energy there. Sean love the, the energy. Dog. Sean, dog. Sean DePero. Appa DePaz. <laughs> dog. Sean game DePero. time. Dog. dog guys you can save up to 60 percent no, on tickets too. when you buy tickets last minute it's great for you procrastinators out there the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description look the t- the tickets get cheaper as the days go by look come game day go to game time 
or actually better yet, on game day, come back to this episode of the show. Click the link in the description. Get your tickets because I guarantee you they're going to be less than $25. Guaranteed. Like, it's literally that cheap to go to a college football game where you can see a top 25 team and one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. Just go do it, guys. It's simple. It's easy. It's reliable. Um, Let's talk about the depth chart, okay? ASU's depth chart. Because there's two guys who are game-time decisions. I hate game-time decisions. Um, Unless that game-time decision is to get on the game-time Exactly. There you go. Unless the game-time decision is to be a dog, too. Dog. Um, Omar, Norman Lott. Please play, Omar. And Des Holmes, starting right tackle. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I don't want weaknesses there. I would really like him to play. Yeah, so both of them are game-time decisions. We'll see, obviously, what transpires Saturday. If you had to pick one to play. Omar. Omar. I'm going Des Holmes. I think this defense is going to need to win the game. Um, I agree. I don't think the offense can win the game. You need you need pressure. I agree, but I do think that the offense minus Des Holmes, just another hit to the offensive line, could lose the game. And I think the defense can still win the game without Omar. I just I, I don't think you've seen this offense, even at its best, be able to to win a game. Yeah, but it, the offense needs to keep them in that in it, and it becomes harder without Get some with defensive one of, touchdowns. Give me Omar Norman Lot. What would the odds be for? Him to score a touchdown, plus thirty five thousand. <laughs> thirty five thousand, nice. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna go. Gonna look real foolish when you when he scores a touch. He comes back and I wouldn't look foolish. Well, People would have just cast. I'm gonna go Omar. I think yeah. this defense needs a spark, man. Um, ever since he went out early on, I believe it was that Eastern Michigan yes, game. It was literally before they started running on yeah, their it was heads. Like the, first like the last time Omar Norman Lott played a game for ASU, Herm Edwards was still the coach. Yeah. That's true. Did he not play? Did nope. he not try to give it a go um, against Utah? No, he's been out the whole time. Okay. Um, they need him. They absolutely need his energy. They need his talent on the defensive line. And I think it just it takes a lot of pressure off some of the other guys, right? It takes the pressure off Trevez Moore. It takes the pressure off uh, BJ Green, um, Nesta Jade Silvera. Like it is a solid defensive line when all of these guys are healthy. But it has definitely been an outlier that he has been gone and i think opposing offenses that are solid in terms of running the football have definitely taken advantage of that this is a game where you can't afford to have the uw offense clicking through the air and on the ground because if you are then i don't think the asu offense can match the points like you said earlier if utah or if uw finds a way to get 41 points it's probably an l for asu yeah so i understand the answer i just uh, i don't think the offensive line is is kind of weak as it is i don't want them to lose a starter that's fair that's 100 fair but we did talk and we have talked throughout the season about the depth on this offensive line because of the experience in transfers yeah. so i feel like if you're gonna miss one of these two guys there's more depth on that offensive line than but you think about what happened when des holmes wasn't here at the beginning of the season who was playing that position it was joey ramos yeah. and joey ramos isn't here anymore so that concerns me a little bit he's here but, he's just injured well yeah you know what i mean <laughs> Unlucky. Unlucky. Look, it's time to get lucky with Underdog Fantasy. You guys can search in the App Store, click the link in the show notes, sign up with promo code PHNX, and Underdog is going to double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code PHNX, and get in on the action today. Gentlemen, you guys just did the Underdog Fantasy show. I literally, as right before, I didn't even know the ad read was coming. I literally just made an Underdog. Let's hear it. What you got? So, five picks, 20 to win 400. Once again, primetime football. Give me Matt Ryan's lower 233 and a half passing yards. Naheem Hines, lower 70 and a half rushing and receiving yards. 
Russell Wilson lower 32 and a half passing attempts because Melvin Gordon higher 15 and a half rushing attempts. Jerry Judy higher 8.95 fantasy points. Like 20 that. to win 400. I yeah, love this. Why not? Why not why us? You? Why not us? Yeah, why not you guys? Look, download it. <laughs> Imagine if you downloaded the app and that's the noise it made. To be fair, I've never had the volume on while I've used the app, so maybe it does. Cannot confirm it or not. The only way you're going to find out is by downloading the app. Yes, 100%, guys. Again, sign up with promo code PHNX, and Underdog is going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code PHNX. Get in on the action today. Gentlemen, before we get out of here, there has been a – this is not necessarily a news podcast, right? We We don't really talk about the outside world other than Arizona state and the occasional, you know, sky bison. Um, but there was big yeah, news. hard hitting news. Your sky bison. <laughs> yes. Joe Biden did a thing today. He did do a thing. He, he did do a thing. Fucking today. crazy, bro. So dark Joe. <laughs> we got like, I got an update on my phone. I think it was like from CNN or from Fox. And it said, so Biden is set to pardon all federal offenses of simple marijuana possession. In first major steps toward decriminalization, decriminalization, Biden on Thursday is going to pardon all prior federal offenses of simple marijuana possession, a move that senior administration officials said would affect thousands of Americans charged with that crime. Gentlemen, what do we think? Turn it up. I mean, it's, turn it's, it up. I mean, it's the right move. I mean, if we want to get like. I mean, come on, what are we doing here? It's the right move. There's not much more to it than that. It has unequitably affected black Americans more than white than any other anybody else. Um, so it's good for that reason. Marijuana is not a drug that should be illegal, and if it is, it shouldn't be as, as harshly penalized. Smoking as it weed has. doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a bad person. No. In fact, it makes you kind of cool. Um, <laughs> okay. so, oh, right. Let's, okay. I'm not Put saying you have, to, you have to be cool. You have to smoke weed to be cool. But I mean, come on. Um, oh shout out, shout out, <laughs> shout out, OGs. Um, and also like. This is what Americans want. The majority of the majority of Americans want it to be legal. And this is a step in the right direction. Okay. Well, I I do have one more question that I saw and I was going TikTok. This Uh doesn't relate to this at all. So if your car. Uh, He's gripping the mic like that again. This is going to be weird. It's not going to be weird. If your car broke down, how many celebrity crush? (laughs) If your car broke down, how many MILFs could Zach? Whoa. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's way more out of pocket than anything I said yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If your car broke down, are you still scratching your Moelle Cox? That's a callback. That's an underdog callback. Colt's tight end. Yes. So let's say the lights on your car are off. Okay. Your car is traveling at the speed of light. Okay. You turn your lights on. Do they catch up? Yeah, do they like no. They don't? No. Speed of light. Are you traveling faster than the speed of light? Or your car is going the speed of light. Exactly. Exactly the speed of light. I don't know then. It it probably works. I feel like Sean has an interesting answer here. Question? If your car (laughs) is traveling at the speed of light and your car's headlights are off. And then you turn them on. Turn them on. Are they going to show up? Yeah, because you're still they're just those they would show up where they are. If there's still light and it's still traveling the speed of light, it's just traveling with the car. Okay. But if you're going faster than the speed of light, then no. I don't know. I don't really know how physics work. Like well, that's that. the PHNX Sun Devil show. <laughs> that was, so I don't, what are we doing here? Look, man, I don't know. Okay. But what I do know is I'm sitting in some comfy ass chairs and that's because of more furniture. Okay. Look, 
if you don't believe us on an audio show, I totally understand. But why don't you go check out all of the live shows we've done on YouTube or the Sun Shows or the Cardinals or even the Underdog Fantasy Show. And look at the amazing furniture that we have in these studios. It is all because of more furniture. I know Sean is going to be moving into a new apartment yes. soon. He's getting his furniture at more furniture. Yes, I am. You guys should too. Check out their fall sale at morefurniture.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, those who love Sean, those who love Shane's mustache, we appreciate you guys. Because no one Shane who hate both. Then you're here for me. Um, why don't you give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils? You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef. And you can follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. You know where this is going, right? Appa? Scratching my Moali Cox as always. Oh, my God. Okay. We'll be back for a Friday fun day at 3 p.m. on Friday, of course. But until then, enjoy your Thursday night football. And we will see you guys on Friday. Peace.